My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, which again has a video or audio-only version. You can listen to the audio wherever you find podcasts and check out the video on YouTube. All of that's available on my website, quietmind.yoga slash blog, where I post the new episodes of shows. But today we're going to be looking at how to make predictions using the houses. So for the last several episodes, I've talked all about the houses, what they are, how you can understand them better, and uh, if there's no planets there, if there's a lot of planets there, and what the houses mean in general. But now I'm going to address, so say you know this stuff, or you at least have some idea of what it means. Now this is really important, knowing the houses is really important for understanding major transits and this is how you can foresee future events so this is where astrology especially vedic astrology gets very interesting so say for example uh, there's a saturn when i'm recording this in december 2019 there's a major saturn transit about to take place in a month so it's going to move from saturn is going to move from sagittarius to capricorn it's for everybody so this is just where saturn is in the sky from the perspective of earth so no matter what your rising or sun or moon sign, for you, Saturn is moving in your birth chart to the sign of Capricorn. Now, depending on your rising sign, that's going to be in a different house. So, for example, on the video, which if you want to look along with this, I've got it shown for today. And I'm just going to move ahead a month and watch the letters S.A. Saturn are going to move to Capricorn, right? So watch again if you missed it so the saturn the sa is going to move back a day and it goes back a sign from sagittarius and then to capricorn and back right so that's on january 24th in one month from this recording so saturn moves to capricorn so this is just one example of how you can understand and predict sort of things so i'm going to look at a north indian style chart and move forward on the ascendant Okay, so it's going to go through all of the signs. So no matter what your rising sign is, this or your moon sign, so you can do this with the moon sign first or with the rising sign uh, to understand transits. And I use both. I think they're both helpful. It's almost like getting an X and a Y coordinate to sort of pinpoint what's going to happen and what's going to be most affected by the transits. So, for example, I've got the Aries Ascendant here hold up it's the number one in the first diamond again if you're just listening i'm going to explain it all so you can follow but if you're more visual learner i've got the visuals for you so aries in the first house number one up top so that means that capricorn is now in the 10th house see the number 10 for capricorn it's in this diamond on the right that's the 10th house and that's where saturn's going for the next two and a half years uh plus a retrograde in there as well so Saturn is in the 10th house for people who are Aries rising or Aries moon. Saturn, this is going to be a big change in your career where you're increasing the foundations, the structures, the discipline. The, it's going to be hard work required in your career. There's going to be difficult lessons and challenges in your career because Saturn signifies these things. So just take the qualities of Saturn which we know from, you go back to the Saturn episode, just everything I talk about Saturn there. And then you take everything I talk about the 10th house and the 10th house episode and you put those together. So now Saturn in the 10th house for the next two and a half years is the time of recreating structures or solidifying structures, 
solidifying routines, rhythms, any sort of uh, thing that creates boundaries in your life. So it could be having a daily routine, it could be spiritual practices. It's all going to depend on a million other factors like uh, what also your sun and moon sign is, what, where Saturn is in your birth chart. But this is just one very simple way that's very effective in most cases to assess, to assess where uh, what area of your life is going to be affected. Now for the Taurus ascendant, this transit is happening in your ninth house. You can see this triangle on the bottom right. Saturn is in Capricorn there, SA and 10 in that bottom right triangle that's, that's uh, Sagittarius. So for the Taurus person, this is going to mean new structures in your spiritual beliefs, your teachers, your long distance travel, any sort of pilgrimages, any sort of religious spiritual practices are now going to be more solidified or maybe there will be some big upheaval if there hasn't been already where those structures will need to change. And this is just in general what's happening when Saturn goes from Sag to Capricorn. But for the Taurus Ascendant or Taurus Moon Sign, this is going to be affecting those areas of spirituality, beliefs, uh, any sort of long distance travel, pilgrimages, things like that, higher education. And then for the Gemini Ascendant or Moon Sign, this is all happening in the 8th house. So Saturn bringing hard-won lessons and discipline into studies of the occult, deep research, looking back at old things. Saturn represents old things in general. The eighth house represents hidden and mystical things and often very old things. Under the surface, digging deeper under the surface. Uh, research, spirituality, uh, doing yoga practices, meditation, all of these sort of things uh, are going to be either bringing great challenges because Saturn uh, is either going to smack you around and discipline you to get these things in order or you you ride that wave and go with it and work with that energy this energy of a graha this thing and thing in space that has a gravitational pull and an effect on us here on earth is either pulling you towards something or pushing you away from something for everybody but in what area of your life it depends on your rising or moon sign. So for Gemini, it's in the area of spiritual, deep mystical teachings, deep spirituality, deeper beliefs, what's hidden under the surface, uh, things that need to come out to the surface, secrets, mysteries, the occult. For the Cancer Ascendant or Moon, this is all happening with your relationships. Business relationships, partners, contracts, also business dealings. Seventh house represents these sort of things. Uh, it's either going to bring greater structures and commitments there. Saturn is the planet. The, the mantra of each uh, of each sign has or each uh, yeah sign has its own sort of mantra. So for Capricorn, it's I do, as in marriage vows. So this could be a deeper commitment in relationship over the next two and a half years for the Cancer ascendant or Cancer moon sign and or both right so that's uh saturn's bringing either hard-won lessons difficulties challenges limitations restrictions and requiring you to become a stronger person saturn says it's like a it's represented by a crocodile which just opens its jaws and waits for prey it's very patient very slow and there's no rush with saturn so if, there, if you're feeling if cancer rising or cancer moon is feeling rushed with relationships, 
that's Saturn's not going to like that. It's going to make things much more difficult. So go slow and steady in relationships. For Leo ascendant, this is all happening in your sixth house of enemies and diseases, but also health and wellness and day-to-day -day activities. So for the next two and a half years, you're going to want to keep a good eye on your health and either you're having the disciplined practices, uh, exercise, diet, sleep, or you don't and Saturn is going to make your life hell and you're going to feel like you're not, uh, like you can never get ahead, like you're always struggling to get up on time, you're, you could be late for things, uh, you could be too self-centered and like these are all sort of the negative expressions of Saturn and Leo, uh, the Leo rising or Leo moon. So the Saturn here is saying, Slow down in your day-to-day -day routines. If you feel like you're rushing all around the town, do you do your day-to-day -day activities? That's the sixth house. You're gonna have issues. You might even have accidents. So Saturn is going to make you slow down if you're not already. Because uh, again, Saturn is slow and patient, but day-to-day -day activities, enemies, diseases, not the best place for Saturn to be. Uh, so you wanna make sure you're proactively creating those structures and disciplines and routines that keeps Saturn happy essentially. Uh, so you're riding the wave instead of the wave riding you essentially. Next we have the Virgo rising or Virgo moon sign. This is all happening in your uh, fifth house of children, creativity, published works. So again, these things could uh, be, be bringing difficulties and challenges and limitations, struggles. Or it could mean that you're getting more routine. Virgo loves routine and, and structure and discipline. So getting more routine and structured with your uh, creative output. Or if you have kids with your kids and if you've had a hard time like sort of getting into a routine with your kids and uh, they're not quite listening to you, this could make you get over that hump, but it also could make you become OCD and over controlling and Saturn, the disciplinarian, could make you uh, really abrasive and rough. And like it's the most masculine, uh, Capricorn is the most masculine sign. So this could make you more like an abusive authority figure with children, or just with yourself. If you're not, if you don't have kids, you just do your own creative work, like your inner child. You could be too authoritative with that part of yourself. So finding that balance of good amount of structure and. Uh, so again, over the next two and a half years, you're going to be learning some big lesson about structure and discipline and uh, routines and with your creative output or with your children, or if you're thinking about having children. Uh, I've seen many times that Saturn going into the fifth house means having children if you don't already have them. So that's a possibility as well. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? Because it's Again, we always have free will. These are just grahas. These are energetic influences that are affecting us uh, out in space, but we have free will in how to re respond to that. But it can sort of push us or pull us in different directions, and that's what's happening for the Virgo Ascendant or Moon sign. All right, so uh, Libra, and this is happening in your fourth house. So if you haven't moved recently, if you're thinking about moving, uh, that may happen this time, uh, this this next two and a half year cycle, where you move and set up a solid structure and home, because the fourth house represents the home. And 
for the Virgos, I know a lot of Virgos who moved recently last year with uh, a lot of the energy in the fourth house as well. So now for uh, Libras, this is happening in your fourth house. Either you're putting down deeper roots in your house that you have, or you're looking at a new house and putting down roots there. Saturn is in Capricorn is a great time to set up structures if you don't have them already, or structures will be torn down. So evaluating these things with your home life, uh, the house that you live in, the neighborhood you live in, your com your contribution to creating balance in that and harmony in that neighborhood. For Libra, this is a big focus. Where can I create balance? This is out of balance. This needs to adjust. Uh, what do the neighbors think? Right. So all this sort of stuff to do with your home and your family is going to be of big importance to you. And if like you're involved with the nature way. Uh, or if you're thinking about having buying property in real estate, if you don't already have that, uh, this could be a great time for that as well. Uh, just be slow and patient with all of these things. Slow and patient. Saturn and Capricorn, it's like the turtle. The Saturn is like a turtle. Capricorn is like a turtle. It's just like double turtle energy. Slow and patient. Uh, no rush to change your home. No rush to change your community, your environment, the people around you. Uh, don't think about, don't try to control other people too much. You'll come off as very controlling with all this Saturn influence, uh, especially in the home and around the home. So be patient and have practices that help you sort of recenter, like meditation, yoga, spiritual practices. Saturn loves discipline and practice. Otherwise, it can come out sideways. Scorpio, this is happening in your third house of communication and short distance travel so you might have to do a lot of short distance travel over the next two and a half years if uh, it, this is a great time to write if you've been thinking about doing a lot of writing like writing a book or writing a novel saturn will give you the patience to do it especially like a novel like a long book uh, so that's in the third house of communication writing uh, and th this is a, a good time for for Scorpio rising, you're going to be more interested in the, the deeper aspects of things all the time and what's under the surface. So doing deep research, Saturn in the third house, it makes you a very great researcher. Uh, you can sort of dig under the surface and understand things really well. Doing some sort of talk therapy, always good. Uh, but especially in this transit in the next two and a half years, I think you could get a lot out of it and get into a lot of the depths of things. And if there's anything you want to research or study uh, and maybe go back to school, this can also represent education. Uh, that could be really interesting to you and really could get a lot out of it. For Sagittarius, this is happening in your second house of family. So be patient with family. Uh, if you think if you thought about like starting a family or, or healing family wounds or creating more stability in the family, Saturn is here to help you do that, but it's also here to make it all that stuff come up to the surface. So all the old karma, things that are, you are here to work through are coming up to the surface so you can work through them with family, with your finances. Uh, th this could be, uh, this could put some challenge on the relationship as well because it's eighth from the seventh house without getting too far ahead. But just understanding like we're looking at a transit here just by knowing uh, you know, where Saturn's moving and you're rising or moon sign, we can understand that over the next two and a half years, this is going to be an area of focus of the family, wealth, assets, uh, speech, communication. Uh, just make sure you're 
your maybe might might want to take your time to think about what you're going to say. So Saturn is saying slow down your communication. If you're saying things that you don't mean or saying hurtful things, um, stick with slowing down. And Sagittarius, like you, you want to speak the truth. You want to speak wisdom. You want to. Uh, there's a philosophy to everything you say, and Saturn can make you a wiser teacher, uh, but it also could. Uh, remind you just to slow down, just to not rush into uh, needing to be right. Um, slow down with the assets. The Jupiter rules your rules, uh, Sagittarius. So you could be uh, in this phase of expansion recently with all this Sagittarius energy, a lot of uh, things changing and expanding and growing, and a lot of depth and interest in philosophy and spirituality as always. But now Saturn is saying, okay, let's slow down a little bit. And Jupiter is going to come there soon too as well. So uh, Jupiter doesn't necessarily like to be there. But just, again, this is all for your own growth. These are all opportunities to grow and learn. And just slow down with the spending. Slow down with the family and build more stability in the family, more stability in the finances and the communication and in in your voice and what you're sharing with the world. For... Capricorn ascendant or moon this is happening in your first house so the next two and a half years you'll want to uh, have a strong focus on yourself and watch just you know maybe be mindful of it a tendency to be kind of self-centered or uh, putting to taking just going so slow with yourself like taking so much time for yourself and like I just need more time and a little more time and you can kind of push other people away. Uh, so this can be a great time for sort of building up your own practices, your own personal disciplines and uh, taking care of yourself, self-care. But it could also become a time of becoming selfish with your time and attention and energy. So you want to just make sure that you're also prioritizing social life and uh, getting out a bit and this could this could bring issues with uh just looking at other stuff as well uh rahu in the sixth house that's going to move but so there could be a lot of focus on uh health and and day-to-day stuff and and worry about diseases uh and that's where saturn can get sort of preoccupied and too controlling and too disciplinarian with yourself so it's okay to ease up a little bit. You've already got the patience and the discipline that other people sometimes struggle with. And you know you're right. No one's going to tell you differently. You got that. So just take it a little bit easier on yourself. Like you've got this next two and a half years where it's, there's a strong focus on your energy. Everybody's feeling it. So uh, you'll feel pretty important in the... Uh, you, you'll, you'll probably have a pretty smooth ride with this. You'll feel like you're just, you just get to be yourself. And uh, other people might not have as smooth a ride, but uh, Saturn in your first house can make you feel at home. So that's next two and a half years uh, to look forward to. Just don't get over-controlling. Don't get too disciplinary with yourself. Uh, have a little leeway with yourself. Have some fun. Let your hair down a little bit. Right. So then the... Aquarius rising that's happening uh, Saturn is moving into the 12th house which can be the 
the signifactor of foreign lands, travel to foreign lands, and deep meditation, deep sleep, wisdom from the dreams, uh, pleasures of the bed, sex life. Uh, Saturn could uh, bring challenges and limitations here. Or if you're patient, it can bring great rewards. So if you've thought about going on a spiritual trip, like a retreat, and this is more like, say, a 10-day Vipassana or a 30-day meditation retreat or something like that. That's a great, it's like the next two and a half years, somewhere in this time is a good idea because the 12th house also represents losses and it can mean prisons and confinement. So if you're not volitionary, if you uh, voluntarily uh, use your volition, that's what I'm looking for, to, to create these sort of circumstances where you... Uh, go offline for a day a week uh, go to spiritual retreat go on uh, meditation retreat have a daily meditation practice 12th house is about moksha liberation which can be pleasant and uh, like samadhi like a spiritual practice or it can be unpleasant like solitary confinement going to jail prison having to pay back taxes uh, having some sort of uh, legal issues that, that severely limit you losing a job losing a car losing a relationship losing a partner so saturn in the 12th house can bring a lot of challenges but it's always as always there's also a lot of opportunities so again if you're on a spiritual path these challenges are much much more manageable much more pleasant to work with uh, but just looking at this knowing this transit this could be a challenging time for Aquarius risings, uh, which are ruled by Saturn as well. So uh, just a strong energy, your 12th house ruling your first house. Right? This can, again, be losses. So you want to make sure they're intentional losses, like becoming a minimalist or donating old things. Saturn loves donating things. That would make this energy much more pleasant and positively expressed volunteering losing your time in a way by giving it away to volunteer losing your money by donating it right so you're you're managing you're you're expressing that karma of loss you're losing something but it's intentional if it's not intentional it's going to happen anyway it's just nine times out of ten it's what i see happens it's like either it's intentional or it's going to happen anyway and it, it'll probably suck a lot more so make it intentional to have these losses. There's a, a Chinese idea, a concept in feng shui of you let go of one more thing every day for 30 days. So by day two, you're getting letting rid of letting go of two things. Or day three, you're letting go of three things. Day 30, you've let go, you're letting go of 30 things. So by the end, you've completely changed your environment. And it's a huge act of surrender and letting go. And here's the thing, like no matter how much you do that, you might still have very difficult challenging losses we're not saying we can supersede reality in life but we can do it intentionally and attune to that frequency of i i'm not my things i'm not my shirt i'm not my chair i'm not my house that's not me right and those things will come and go they're impermanent anicca it's impermanent so i can let it go and then when the real challenging things that we can't control happen We've practiced surrender, we've practiced letting go, and Saturn teaches that, especially in the 12th house. Right, so next, uh, Pisces rising, this is happening in your 11th house. 
So Saturn in Capricorn in your 11th house. So if you've thought about, so this could go either way is with everything. It could be that you want to become more, uh, sort of a member of your community and your social groups and your networks and your colleagues and be more active in those environments. Uh, but Pisces rising, you're probably going to feel more stifled by those things. And it's going to start to feel like, you know, I just want some time for me to do my thing, do my own, be myself and just kind of be in the flow of life, go with the flow. But then like my co coworkers are trying to get me to do this and that, and my work is requiring me to do this and that because this is what you gain from the career, the 11th house, what you gain from the career. So you're gaining this Saturn is coming there. So it's like now uh, this disciplinary and the structured part of you in the structured influence of the external world is saying, you know, there's going to be some challenges and difficulties and limitations, delays, slowdowns, setbacks, all to do with uh, your gains from career. So this could be financial, it could be uh, material things, could be peers, colleagues, friends. And Piscean energy is just like, I just want to go with the flow, right? I don't want to deal with all this structure. I don't want to deal with all these rules and limitations. Uh, but if I have to, I will. And this is a time where if you've haven't paid your taxes like you're going to get that bill it's just be proactive handle the responsibilities the saturnine stuff that maybe you don't love and and this could go a lot smoother right or it could be really challenging and you're going to feel like you're bogged down with having to deal with this crap that you don't want to do uh, it has to do with work and peers and colleagues and your network of friends and your social circles so be proactive handle these things find a way that gets into the flow and rhythm that you enjoy do it intuitively trust your intuition because you've got a real strong sense of that you're really tapped into it more than any other sign so you'll know like okay i've got to address this thing like i don't it's not pleasant i'm not gonna like it but if i don't do it things will get much worse and that's what you want to catch but do it before it gets much worse and hopefully even before it gets bad at all, you can address like your financial things, you're paying your bills, making sure you got food, uh, making sure you're getting enough sleep and water, hydration, just basic solid structures, your home, your environment, right? This will make it a lot more pleasant. But if you just wanna go with the flow, there'll probably be a lot of challenges and setbacks, but you could probably still manage to go with the flow with that too. But that's just an example of things that you could expect over the next two and a half years. And then we go back to Aries. All right. So hopefully you get this idea. It's turned out to be a much longer lesson than I thought it would be. Uh, but and uh, actual sort of horoscope for 2020. So how about that? So you've got this idea of how this works, of where you've got uh, a transit going on where Saturn in one month from when I'm recording this, Saturn moves to a new sign. And then I went through the whole zodiac, every rising sign slash moon sign, and showed you where it's going to affect these people. So let's say you have Aries rising and a Taurus moon. So now we put together what Saturn's doing in the 10th house with what Saturn's doing in the 9th house. So this is going to have to have a big effect on both your career and your spiritual beliefs. And maybe you set up a new structure where your career now is enmeshed with your spiritual beliefs. Whereas before they were separate and you had these certain ethics and morals and values, but your career was like the opposite. 
Now Saturn says, uh-uh, we gotta fix that. So we're gonna make this a more solid structure where what I do in my career and what I do in my personal life and my beliefs and my spirituality are now connected. Or there's going to be some big upheaval and challenge there because Saturn just comes in and just, that's not working, that's gotta go. We're gonna move this, we're gonna take this away, we're gonna change this, we're gonna, uphe we're gonna uproot these structures and put in new structures. Uh, either willingly or unwillingly, right? This is where people, oh, we're downsizing now, or you're gonna move to this office, and this is gonna change, and all these structures are gonna change. And Saturn can show up that way, or it can show up as a more personal, uh, sort of proactive, as the agent of your own creative creation in your life, as I believe we all are creators, and we get to choose our choices and our actions and our behaviors, and that helps create our, our thoughts and it's all intertwined. So we choose the thoughts that are empowering and that helps us create actions and choose actions that are empowering. And then that's a sort of virtuous circle where our feelings reinforce that. So Saturn is saying, you know, it's time to address these things. One more quick example, say you have uh, cancer rising and uh, Virgo moon. So now this is affecting Saturn for Saturn will be in the Cancer seventh house in the Virgo fifth house. So for this person, you're going to have challenges and opportunities, obstacles. Uh, Saturn is saying we've got to address these structures with relationship and kids or relationship and creative projects and creative pursuits or business dealings and speculative gains like gambling and uh, like properties, uh, investments, things like that, more volatile investments uh, like stocks and things like that. So for this person, like there's gonna be a, a lot of changes there. So for example, say you haven't shared your finances with your spouse and you're spending a lot of your money on gambling, like that's going to come to the surface now. Like you can't hide that anymore or uh, you're thinking about getting married and having kids. Great time for that because you've got all this Saturn energy, this I do energy in your seventh and fifth house of relationship and kids. So you can make a big, bold commitment now. Uh, right? These are just examples of how you can sort of predict things, right? You could say over the next two and a half years, that might be that focus for that person. Maybe they're Maybe it's going to be that when this cycle starts, they're thinking about all these things, this marriage and kids, and then by the end, they've decided, either yay or nay. Or it's maybe it starts right away, like as soon as the cycle starts. Uh, you know, it can, it can be towards the beginning, middle, or end. It can be somewhere in that cycle, but that's where it's going to be a, a high, strong focus around relationships, for example, for cancer rising or moon and the relationships. All right, so... Hope this is helpful for you. Hope you get an idea of what I'm talking about here and how you can sort of predict things and see ahead. You do need an astrology app to really be able to do this well, as you saw with my example. Uh, the one I use is Parashara's Light. It's not cheap, but it is very helpful. It's a great tool to have. In general, my, my teacher would say, don't be your own astrologer. Get support and feedback and uh, perspective from somebody you trust. But you can play with this stuff. If you're doing it yourself, it's purely entertainment. You're not trying to control and manage and predict everything in your life. It's just not possible. You're not going to see clearly. You need some sort of perspective. Somebody to talk to at least about it and get perspective. 
So I encourage you to do that. But you, if you want to play with this and look at it, you can get that app. I'm not affiliated with them at all, but it's it's a great app. It's the best as far as I'm concerned. Parashar's Light. Uh, but if you're enjoying this and you found it helpful, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts for the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. And I'll choose a free uh, a winner by December 10th. January 10th, 2020, you'll win free access to the Mindful New Year online course, which applies this to your whole year ahead and all aspects of astrology, Ayurveda, and yoga. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, and comment. That is very helpful for the channel. All right, thanks for checking this out. And again, get your free guide uh, for the houses at quietmind.yoga/houses. So there's a free video training with that as well, so you can understand the houses better. All right, thanks for checking this out.